It is Tuesday, August 22nd. Today, Shopify is about to pull VIP support from its best customers. Will anyone buy Twitter ads now that you can't even have links? Threads rolls out its desktop version. The PR community that every brand in the world jumped in on. And on the ad-free premium podcast, which you can learn more about by tapping Go Premium in the show notes, a new way to rescue your hacked meta accounts and details on the app campaign type that's getting surprisingly good results. I'm Todd Maffin. That's ahead. Today in Digital Marketing. Bad news for brands that spend a lot on the Shopify platform. The company says it will soon remove direct access to merchant success managers. These are Shopify employees that advise plus-level merchants on how to launch and run their online stores. Plus merchants pay at least $2,000 a month for access to the premium platform and includes features like tax services and wholesale tools that sellers on cheaper plans don't have access to. But according to an internal email obtained by Insider.com, that premium offering is about to get a little less premium. The change will affect about 16,000-plus merchants who will have to use Shopify's help center or general support teams for help instead. In typical PR doublespeak, the internal email told staff the goal was to provide a better merchant experience. In terms of revenue categories, plus merchants making less than $2 million in annual sales won't have any kind of human support. Brands making between $2 million and $10 million also won't have a specific rep but they will get access to what Shopify is calling a merchant success team. The change was supposed to happen earlier this month, but was delayed due to workers' concerns. A Shopify spokesperson confirmed the change to Insider and said the company was investing in more self-serve success resources and hiring third-party support contractors. The change is all part of a larger transformation plan called Code Yellow, which aims to put AI at the center of Shopify's support division. The company revealed its roadmap for Code Yellow in a town hall in July. Still with Shopify for a moment, merchants who advertise on TikTok will soon get more data on their campaign performance thanks to a new integration with TikTok's Events API. The API lets businesses share data from their website with TikTok, which helps them measure and optimize their work. The integration should make it easier for Shopify merchants to track actions like page views, add to cart, purchases, and more, without needing to install any code on their website. This new system does not rely on cookie tracking. TikTok says that this does not change the type of data that's shared between Shopify and TikTok, but rather improves the accuracy and attribution of the data. According to TikTok, advertisers who use both the TikTok Pixel and the Events API see 19% more events captured and 15% lower cost per action. The integration is available for Shopify merchants who are already using the TikTok Pixel for Shopify. They can update their tracking parameters through the TikTok app in the Shopify dashboard. Speaking of TikTok, the company today launched a new way for brands to reach potential customers, ads that show up in the app's search results. The new search ads toggle lets brands target users who are looking for new products or brands by typing queries into the app's search box. The ads will appear in the search results page, along with relative content and hashtags. Brands can choose which keywords they want to bid on and also add negative keywords to avoid showing their ads for unwanted queries. But to be clear, this is an extension of an advertiser's TikTok video ad buy. 
It is not a standalone ad product. Quoting TechCrunch. The addition of the ad slot could pose a challenge to Google's search ads business, given that the search giant even admitted that younger users today are now often starting their searches on social apps like TikTok and Instagram, not on Google, unquote. Indeed, a Google vice president at a conference last year said this, quote, In our studies, something like almost 40% of young people, when they're looking for a place to lunch, they don't go to Google Maps or search, they go to TikTok or Instagram. So you have decided to run an ad campaign on X, the former Twitter. You've got your body copy and the link to your store. Except one problem. Soon, that link will not show on the ad. At least not the way it does now. Links on X look like links everywhere else. An image at the top, pulled from that page as metadata. Then the headline or page title below, and a bit of description text below that. Yesterday, Elon Musk said he didn't like the way those looked and plans to remove almost everything. Your headline, your link copy, whatever call to action there is, everything except the image. So that will soon be the new link preview on X. No link, just an image with the website domain in tiny text in a corner. Or maybe not. After all, Musk has a habit of saying things and backing away or saying he was joking or whatever. This is apparently being done for two reasons. One, Elon wants the timeline to fit more tweets in a single screenful. And two, something something rid the world of clickbait. That latter bit is a tiny bit disingenuous since, as socialmediatoday.com pointed out, quote, people will still be able to write the same text manually, so it's not entirely clear how this will help in negating bait clicks, unquote. So how does this impact marketers? If this does happen, you may need to start inserting your headline or call to action into the image itself if you want to use that space. But that won't help your currently posted content, which will also apparently get the treatment retroactively. External links have a reach penalty on X now anyways. Whether this will push even more brands to just give up on the platform entirely remains to be seen. So how is X doing anyway? Some interesting new data finds that the app's renaming from Twitter has all but tanked its ranking in the App Store. Media strategist Eric Sofert, writing on Thread, said this, quote, Twitter has built a ubiquitous household name brand over the course of two decades and then simply abandoned it, leaving it to be exploited by competitors unopposed through the mobile platform's branded search ads. My hypothesis is that while the terminally online are entirely aware of Twitter's rebrand to X, most consumers aren't. And their searches for Twitter on platform stores surface ads and genuine search results that are in no way redolent of Twitter. So if you don't know that Twitter changed its name to X and search for Twitter, the top result is a paid ad from a competitor, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, etc. And the result for X doesn't look anything like Twitter. It doesn't have the name, doesn't say formerly Twitter, and isn't even blue. It's just the ugly X icon and the slogan, blaze your glory, unquote. Currently, Threads is number two on the Apple App Store's top free downloads list. X is sitting at 51. Over on Google's Play Store, Threads is number six, and X is 66. (laughs) 
putting our podcast and newsletter together can get complicated. We had show notes in one place, interview coordination in another, brainstorming somewhere else. It's easy to lose track of the big picture when you have to open a new window for every detail. With Miro, you can bring everything and everyone together in one place, consolidate different points of view, and increase team collaboration all on one centralized board. For instance, we used Miro to figure out the right flow for our newsletter automations. It let us get our team all contributing, including our ad agency people, and saved us a ton of time. And its new AI tool, which summarizes and clusters information automatically, was a game changer. Find simplicity in your most complex projects with Miro. Your first three Miro boards are free when you sign up today at Miro.com slash podcast. That's three free boards at Miro.com slash podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. And if you like the format of this podcast, you will love theirs. It's packed with information, but it's brief. Last week, they had a great rundown on car prices, not just the numbers, but why car prices moved, how weather affects that market. It was super interesting. They also cover things like boosting your credit score, putting money away for retirement, saving on travel, and so on. So yeah, listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. One of X's many arch nemesises is Meta's Threads app, which launched to much fanfare, then quickly dropped in engagement levels. Well, some expect those levels to tick up again. The company today launching its web app on desktop, allowing users to post, view feeds, and interact via desktop. This is big news for marketers who prefer to do their social media work on the web, as opposed to the current mobile workaround of, I don't know, emailing themselves the post copy, then switching to their phone, copying the text, switching over to Thread's mobile app and pasting it. So while this is welcome news to many content managers, the big feature that marketers rely on for their day-to-day work, an API, is still apparently out in the distant future. The company's talked about search enhancements coming, post enhancements, even a direct connection with federated networks like Mastodon, but has been mostly silent on creating an API which would let brands use third-party tools to post, reply, and analyze their channel's data. The desktop version of Thread started to roll out this morning. It may take a few days to get to you. Well, six months after the introduction of the AI-powered Bing with Bing Chat, the search engine's market share has seen a decline both globally and in the U.S. When Microsoft launched this version of Bing, there were expectations that it might challenge Google's dominance in the search market. But the numbers tell a different story. In July... Bing's U.S. market share stood at 6.56%, according to StatCounter. This was a slight increase from February's 6.35, but a decline from March's peak of 6.61. Notably, Bing's U.S. market share was consistently above 7% in 2022, even reaching a high of 7.82% in November. Microsoft challenges these figures, saying their internal data shows Bing is gaining on Google, though a VP would not quote specific numbers. Data from analytics firm Comscore shows a 6% drop in Bing's unique visitors and total visits from February to July. Year-on-year, there was a 2% decline in July. 
One of the things users frequently ask Meta for is a simple algorithm-free reverse chronological view of their Facebook feeds. Instagram relented, somewhat, by hiding that feed under its logo. But Facebook has resisted showing its users a simple, non-personalized feed of people and brands they follow. This week, Meta said it had a change of heart, though one forced upon it by European regulators. Meta today announcing that users in the European Union will soon have the option to view non-personalized content feeds on Facebook and Instagram. This aligns with the EU's Digital Services Act, which requires larger platforms to offer users the choice to turn off AI-driven personalization. European legislators say the DSA counters the pitfalls of AI-driven feeds, like reduced user autonomy, filter bubbles, and the risks of automated manipulation. Instead of AI-driven content, Users can opt for feeds sorted chronologically or by local popularity. The exact date for the AI off switch remains unclear. It is expected soon, though, given the DSA's compliance deadline of August 25th. Non-compliance could result in penalties up to 6% of global annual turnover. This move by Meta follows a similar announcement by TikTok earlier this month. Their non-algorithmic feed option, too, will be exclusive to the European community leaving the rest of the world without this choice. And that will bring us to the lightning round. Google today began the rollout of its August core update. These updates change the search algorithm to account for new trends, try to combat spam and a bunch of tweaks. It often takes a few days to roll out fully, but if you have an SEO tool and notice some volatility in your rank position, that could be why. Amazon has reintroduced its ground shipping service for sellers. The service offers U.S. delivery for packages up to 50 pounds within two to five business days, including weekends. Amazon had paused this service in 2020 due to the surge in e-commerce demand. X says it's aware of the issue where tweets posted before December 2014 with images or links were broken. After a day-long silence on the issue, the company today saying it was a bug, no actual images or data were lost, and it will be fixed soon. And Elon Musk, the most followed user on X, has long railed against bots and fake users. But new research finds that 42% of Musk's own followers have no followers of their own. 40% have never actually posted a tweet, ever. And less than a third of 1% subscribe to the platform's subscription service. And finally, a disabled American teenager and his father recently got some attention when they posted on social media about ketchup chips. For those non-Canadians out there, ketchup is a popular flavor of potato chips right up there with salt and vinegar. But for some reason, ketchup chips have never made it down into the U.S. Like other great things like coffee crisp, poutine, and the free health care you'll need after eating poutine. A 15-year-old Jacob, who's blind and deaf, loves ketchup chips. He and his dad went on a trip north to buy a bunch and posted about it on social media and that's when pretty much every social media manager for every potato chip company ran into their boss's office and yelled, oh, my God, we have to send them our chips. The No Frills grocery chain emailed the family to say they should expect a couple of packages. What arrived was a pallet of nine huge cases of chips. Then the old Dutch foods company sent them a bunch. Then Heinz that doesn't even make potato chips at all, sent boxes of bottled ketchup along with custom printed bright red shirts with the words annual Lieberman ketchup crew road trip on the front. 
Then Lee's chip said they'd be getting in on it, too. But at this point, Jacob's dad had to tell them, please, please don't. We have way too many bags and ketchup chips to last a lifetime. In fact, now they've started donating shipments to schools, soup kitchens, anywhere, just to get them out of the damned house. So, a lesson for us all, I guess. Jumping on the bandwagon might not always be something to relish. Once again, we are looking for a production assistant to cover Steph's one-year mat leave, some promotional tasks, writing social media posts, some basic graphic design, wrangling interview guests. You can work from home. It's actually only one to two hours a day. For more information, tap the link at the top of the show notes or go to todayindigital.com slash production. I'm Todd Maffin. See you tomorrow. Guys gon' get it. No time to waste, so we race to the finish. Gotta stay woke, stay up late, not the illest. Yeah, 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 and that's right. So we gon' put it to the end of the night. Get a DJ to keep it done so tight. Gotta keep it moving from the left to the right. All right, that's right.